Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, my darling, and welcome, Don. Hi, Mosley. Good morning. We are here uh, with today's edition of Real Christianity, and we call it Real Christianity to try and distinguish it from some type of watered-down, third-rate, uh, half-baked thing, and instead we're talking about something that organizes and and your whole life in its first place in your life. Well, real Christianity really touches us where we live every day, mostly. It comes right into our our pathways. And when we read the Proverbs, it talks about wisdom being in the street. And it's in the streets. It's among us. And the Holy Spirit uh, loves rolling up his shirt sleeves and getting his hands hand, hands into our lives. Right. You know? And allowing us the greatest privilege on earth in this life, which is to know Jesus personally as our Lord and Savior. Be part of his grace, to be in his system of grace, nothing like it. So what are we going to talk about today? We have been working on a, a series of programs on how to raise children, even if you've been through a divorce, even if you're a single parent, even if you're in a blended family, even if the first marriage failed, how do you raise healthy children. That's right. What we're looking at is how to manage divorce, mostly after divorce. Uh, it's not just the event that takes place, and that is a horrific event, and for some people, it's, you know, catastrophic. But what happens following all that? Okay, the divorce has taken place, judgments have been made, uh, separations have been handled, uh, Uh, the financial arrangements have been worked out or they're being worked out and uh, there are two homes now involved and, uh, and everything to, it depends upon perspective. One person's thrilled, the other person's maybe miserable, but how do you manage this divorce after a divorce? Right. How do you, how do you, how do you relate to the ex? How do you, what do you tell your children about the ex and how do you help your children, uh, negotiate all this. Yeah, so we want to go into some theory today, some really exciting theory to the individual listening here um, that are that are in the divorce culture, have been touched by it because their their parents or their brothers and sisters or neighbors or, or, or good friends are into it. Um, this is what we're going to talk about. Okay, and I'm going to start off with an illustration, all okay. right? And I'm going to ask you the question, mostly. Now, I know you know the answer, so you can't answer the question. <laughs> but we can ponder this question, all right? right. So let's not, let's not immediately move into the answer. But here, here's the situation. It's a very simple, <clears throat> simple situation. A man leaves his wife and children for another woman, uh-huh. okay? We're going to pick on the man right now. The man leaves his wife and children for another woman. Now he's living with this other woman. He, they're not even married. He's just living with her in her house, okay? He she he is now gone, okay? My question is 
for the health of the children, because this is the point of our program, is building healthy children in a divorced culture. Right. Who is the most dangerous person to the health of the children in that scenario? I do know the answer. You do know the answer, but what would you think the general public would say is the answer? The general public, uh, especially the Christian general public, yes, the church, your friends at church, and maybe even the leaders will tell you, oh, that husband, oh my gosh, how terrible, and uh, you've got you've to train the kids not to do that. Yes. That is the, and, and wouldn't the, the mother who was left, the wife, now the ex-wife, wouldn't she agree with you? Oh, absolutely. She would say that the worst person in the world is that ex-husband. And she will have a list of five to ten items that she would like to share with you on how bad he is. Yeah. Just, he did this, he did that, he emptied the bank account, uh, he didn't pay his child support two months ago. He um, won't call the children. He betrayed me, our marriage vows. He stood before God in the church, gave the vow to those people and to God himself and broke that vow. Yes. Now I He broke a, the scripture that says what God has joined together, let not man put asunder, and he violated that He verse. betrayed the children. He betrayed me. He betrayed his faith in God. He betrayed yeah. God. We can call him a treacherous man. Yes. Because he committed treachery against his faithful wife and the children. And how I know all this so well? How do you know so well? <laughs> because <laughs> how do I've been I know, divorced. How do I know so well? <laughs> I've been divorced. I've been divorced. I've uh, so have I. You know? I had a wife take off, and I had the five or ten things I could list against her. I had a wife take off. I had the five or ten things I could list against her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, we can also look and say there is another individual that is the worst person and the most dangerous person to our children. And that is the partner, Mosley, of this man who was a willing accomplice yeah. to the destruction of this house. Home wrecker. Home wrecker. Yeah. It was because of that woman. That woman that betrayed the faithful wife. In fact, the wife is probably more irritated with her and angry with her than she is even with her own husband. Very commonly, this takes place. It it transfers much much of the uh, grievance goes from the ex onto the partner, accusing the partner yeah, of the breaking new, of the breaking new, up the, the new partner. The yeah. new partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now we're looking at the potential of the husband being, or the ex-husband being, the 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 most dangerous to the children, and and also the partner. Oh my gosh, yes, because this partner doesn't honor marriage. This new partner, this girl he hooked up with, yeah. she doesn't honor marriage. She doesn't she doesn't honor the Lord. She doesn't follow what the Bible says. I mean, how terrible is this going to be for the kids? Yeah, and if the children meet her and and are influenced at all with her, aren't they going to be influenced in a, in a bad way? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. So we can, we can, we're building our case here against the ex-husband and we're building a case against his new partner. Right. 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 Uh, the surprising answer is. And what's the question again? The question is who is the most dangerous individual to the children? To their health. To their emotional health. Right. 
and to their future and their stability in the future and their training as far as how to live correctly and morally right. and ethically. Mm-hmm. Who is the most dangerous person? Out of, out of well, let's see who we have choice. Okay, got who the are bad, the people? We got right? the bad dad. We got the okay. We're gonna call him the bad dad. Okay. We've got the, the bad partner. <laughs> the new the new homewrecker girlfriend. <laughs> the homewrecker girlfriend and the faithful mom. The faithful mom, and we have the children. Now, the children are also players here. They could be the worst person to themselves, okay? Yeah. They can hurt themselves. Okay, so here we have the we have four people, four groups, uh, the children being one, one group, right. and then we have the mom, the dad, uh, and then the new partner, all right? The most dangerous individual, I'm telling you, Mosley, the most dangerous individual to the health of those children, because we're talking about how to manage a divorce following a divorce, is surprisingly the faithful mom. Yep. The loyal mom. That's right. And, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, that's shocking, I, but I know s- it's true. We're going to spend the whole program explaining why, but it's, it's her. The, the, and, and let me, let me uh, draw this out. And there are two of all the individuals we, we listed, the children, the mom, the dad, the, now the ex, ex-wife, the ex-spouse, the ex-husband, and then the new partner, of those four individuals, there are two categories of people here, Mosley. One category is the, the husband and his new partner. Those are the active people. Those are the people who are doing, uh, you might, and let's categorize, let's put a value on it. They're doing the bad work. They're the action people. They're actively doing wrong, Okay. The other group of people is is the is the uh, mom and the children. They're not actively doing evil, but they are what's called the respondents. These are the people reacting now, to the acting. That's right. They're 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 reactive. They're reduced to mostly a response. Okay, response on one side, activity. On the other activity right. in this case of an evil activity with the dad leaving and getting on with a partner and then the, you have the people who are reduced to a response now let me before you before you explain any further yes. let me just tell our audience that we have said that the most dangerous person to the children the health the emotional health of the children is the faithful mom but we'll also tell them will we not Don that the person who could be the most beneficial to the children the person who could so bless the children, the person who has the insight and the commitment to the Lord who could actually so so help the children be healthy would also be the faithful mom if she will hear what we're saying. Right. The point being that response is what determines uh, internal health. Response is what determines, it is how we respond is what determines our future stability. Look, Mosley, we look in the Bible and we see cruel things happening to the prophets. We see cruel things happening to our own Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was crucified, Mosley. The disciples following the crucifixion were in the temple and were beaten by the by the senior leaders by the scribes and pharisees and lawyers of the day they were beaten and look at their response jesus gave a response of 
kindness, of forgiveness. He said to the people who were crucifying him, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The disciples, after being beaten, Mosley, after being beaten, they walked away rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything, Mosley, everything is response. It is not based on activity, evil activity. It is response of act activity that determines health. And you know what I like about that, Don? Yes. The only thing you can control is your response. Absolutely. You have you to control and you are reduced. Mostly you were and I was in our divorces. We were reduced only to a response. There was nothing. I, when my wife told me one Tuesday night, she, she's gone. Uh, I had no control. I mean, she was moving her life away from a marriage into with another individual into other activities that I had no control over. Right. I was reduced mostly. I was reduced to a response. So the question is, is what is my response? Because it's going to determine for me my future health and stability and my children. Yes. And you know, what happens sometimes in a divorce, sometimes it's just suddenly the, the one spouse says, I'm leaving. And other times they say, I'm leaving, but they hang around for a month and you try and convince them, oh, this isn't, no, no, don't do this. But you can't control them. You yeah. can't control them. And the, they do what they do. And they they hook up with who they're going to hook up with. And they, they excite, it's, they're, they're excited to go and do all these terrible things. And you can't control them. The only thing we can control is our response to that. And we can control our children's response. We can, well, deeply influence it, yeah. if not mm -hmm. control it. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's why we're saying um, the mother is the most powerful. She's the one sitting in the power position. When the husband leaves, her now ex-husband is gone, mm -hmm. and he's taken up with another woman. In her hands is the power, mostly, of a response. The power to destroy the children or build up the children. And how would they destroy the children? Teach them a, a uh, ungodly response. Yeah. And of course, this also absolutely applies exactly the same way if the faithful father is home and the mom took off. Yes. And he is, because of an uh, unfaithful wife, he is reduced to a response. Yeah, you can't and control. And so he becomes the power person. Everything centers, mostly on response. Yeah. And that's why, that's why it's so weird. But what do we focus on? We focus on, no, we don't focus on our response. We focus on that terrible person's activity. Yeah. What, look at what they did. Look at what they did. And all our focus is on there. And we forget we're, uh, we need to be disciplined and obedient in our responses to the Lord. Yes, and the response, which we're, we're going to take a short break, and we come back, we're going to give you what we believe God wants the response to be. But our response is all we can control, which is actually all we need to control. All we need is a good, godly response based on biblical principles. Um, and we're going, to, we're going to share that response with you when we come back. But the faithful parent, whether it's the mom or the dad, 
has the power. They have the power to so mold themselves and the children into this a new way of living. Yeah, and this can be, it can be uh, glory out of ashes. It can be victory out of defeat. It can be a great life and a stability for your children in Jesus' name. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Don, uh, we don't have, we're going to continue, I think, in the next program, but in the ending, we have a, about five minutes left. Let's talk, begin to talk about what are good responses. Yes. The paradox is this. When it comes to, we're, we're naming the mom, the one who has been left behind, as the one who is in the power position and the controlling position to heal or destroy the children. And normally what happens, Mosley, is a, a person left behind, um, what comes from that, the reaction from that, the response from that is usually criticism, intolerance, accusation, <clears throat> mean-spiritedness, um, uh, training of the children against the dad. And uh, these types of responses will get into the heart of the children and they become deeply critical, deeply hurt, deeply divided. Uh, they are looking for a new life. How do I respond to a dad or a mom who has left the house? And here they see from the mom tears, anguish, um, anger, bitterness. Yeah. And, uh, and then that gets into their souls and it destroys them. It, yeah. it ruins it because the children are both mom and dad. Yeah. And, and so, okay, so what we want to do is turn this thing around and say, the bottom line we're trying to say today is, mom or dad, those listening, are you the faithful person? Are you the loyal person? What do you look at? What is your priority to, to examine here? And what we tend to do, and you did it mostly and I do it, we tend to not only look at the treachery of the activity around us, but we look at, in, co- in contrast, we look at our own personal loyalties. Right. And I want to say to us, I want to say to the listener, let us not hang our clothes, let's not hang our hopes on our loyalty. Let's hang our hopes on our response. Not saying we're loyal, we're the faithful people, therefore we are right in telling our children how bad their dad is. You're not right in doing that. That is a bad response. That is an unforgiving response. That is an intolerant response. And it will go in and it will pierce into the heart of the children and remove their hearts. We want to have a better response. And the response that we want to have is response of tolerance and acceptance, where where you're teaching the children to be accepting toward their dad, not toward other individuals out in the world because that's somebody else, but to their own dad or to their own mom, they want to have these responses. And the response is forgiveness, not holding a grudge, 
But what about a what about a, a a spouse that left, and the spouse has cursed us, cursed the faithful mom or the faithful dad, whoever is listening. They've hated us. They without spite, a cause. Yes, and they spitefully used us and even tried to persecute us when we tried to do the right thing. Yeah. Well, here's what Jesus said. Yeah. He said, "Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who." hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. This is, in many cases, a description of the X. That's right. The paradox is this. The weird thing, the weird thing that we want to have our listeners be real careful with is the more there's loyalty and the more the person who is the most faithful is apt to be the individual. The tendency is for that individual to be the most treacherous parent. Even though the event of divorce was so treacherous, the the outlay of this thing, the the end result of this thing is not the person who did the bad deed. It's the person who was the faithful becomes the most treacherous parent. And we don't want that. We want to have better responses, and those responses are found in Scripture. Godly responses. We're, we're going to, this program's coming to an end. We're going to continue tomorrow. We're going to share with you, my listeners, the right response that yes. can bring health and wholeness to your children, health and wholeness and happiness and stability to your children. And I ask you to join us tomorrow in Jesus' name. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosley Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444 4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Parches is an authority on the needs of single parents, step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. My dear listener, let me ask you a question. Have you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior? I'm not asking you if you go to church or even if you call yourself a Christian, but have you prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that simple prayer, just like I did 38 years ago, you are born again and you have the gift of eternal life. Get in a good Bible-based church and listen here for the next edition of Real Christianity. From all of us here at Real Christianity, thank you for listening 
and we pray that God will keep you and bless you. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 